Hello. I'm Aya Wimala, and today is August 6th, and another sunny, bright day here. Lots of birds, lots of, lots of signs of summer. Um, hope you're doing well, whatever time of day it is for you, and hope you're wearing mask when you go out and when you're out among people and in stores and groups of people and taking care of yourself and taking care of others. This is part of, part of our practice is to being aware of what we can do to help others. But we always have to begin by taking care of ourselves so, so we can know what it feels like. We know that there are things that we need for ourselves to feel good about ourselves. And it's important that we, we know that. And that way we're able to have compassion for others and see what they would need. So I think compassion these days is an important quality to think of. It is not fun in the hot summer to put the mask on and wear it and uh, we aren't doing it because it's fun, right? We're doing it to help keep people safe. So today we're getting very close to our last readings in this beautiful book, Dhamma Everywhere by Ashin Tejaniya or Sayadaw Utejaniya, which is the title for uh, a monk in, uh, in Myanmar. So let's, I've got the page marked and this is on, we're still in Dhamma in the morning, the mornings, part two, and these are some of the sayings that he would use in the morning when he has long retreats going at his retreat center and would probably be part of their morning practice. And I don't know what they're doing now in Myanmar. It's, uh, it's not, we're not getting much news that nobody's very interested right now, it seems. So um, I'm not sure what's happening to all the big, uh, the Buddhist centers that a lot of people travel to uh, internationally to have these long retreats and to be able to be with some of these really well-known teachers. Burma was always, um, was often open for international meditators to come and learn. And I'm not sure, I'm sure that's not happening now. So keep your thoughts, have your thoughts with the people there. And the, the uh, history of Buddhism is rich and the practices are rich. We'd hate to lose that. Understanding objects as objects. Any object or experience that appears should not disturb your practice. Objects are helping your awareness. You can use any object to grow sila, samadhi, and panya. And I know you know those words by now. Mindfulness, but focused uh, mind and wisdom. Sila, Samadhi, and Panya. And we can break the um, 
we can divide the Eightfold Path into these three as well. Virtue, virtue, I think I said uh, wrong word before. Sila is virtue in our moral behavior. Sila, samadhi, is that balanced focus. And panya is wisdom. I think I was defining sati or mindfulness. If you have right attitude with everything, when the, if you have right attitude, then everything is no problem, and the object does not disturb you. Any object is a dhamma object, dhamma nature. Even pain can be an object. Pain is an object. No pain is also an object. Object is object. If you understand object as object, the mind can't attach and can't resist. The mind with no craving and no aversion has samadhi. Now the sound of this machine is obvious. And he's talking about the his microphone uh, creating feedback. Is this sound a problem? Think about it as it is. Dhamma nature is arising, appearing. It becomes an object that the mind can then know. This is, he's talking about the microphone in front of him. You can be aware of this object and you can cultivate this awareness, concentration and wisdom. Use this object. If you have the right attitude, you can cultivate awareness, concentration, and wisdom. The object helps you to be aware, awake, and alert. Because of the object, you can learn. You can be aware, and you can understand. And he's just talking about the microphone in front of him, and most likely what arises when there's feedback and that screeching sound. So that's a perfect, a perfectly good example, isn't it? Anything can be the object. We don't need to have any concern about the object. What we're watching is our reaction to it and how we respond. In the present moment, we just try to be awake and alert <clears throat> with no expectation or greed, the mind is very peaceful and free. In the present moment, we need to be alert, awake, and ready. We are just trying moment to moment to be awake. Because of wanting, because of desire, we are not free. If we want something, if we are resistant, the mind is not awake. Without expectation, without resisting, the mind is awakened. Awakening means we know and understand what is happening. <clears throat> With everything, any experience in the present moment, there is only mind, objects, and awareness. We need to have the right attitude in the awareness. Nature is nature. Feeling is just feeling. This reminds me of uh, working with Zoom, and I see Steve is here. <clears throat> when we've had, uh, in our book group, when we had uh, problems with Zoom having hackers, or the people who jump on and then start doing weird things, um, Steve and another younger 
young person in the group immediately said they could help. And Steve has uh, had lots of experience being a teacher and teaching on teaching on uh, uh, pro programs like Zoom all year with students and also working with the teachers union. So in just seconds, he, he got rid of the person hacking in and uh, things were, went back to normal and it was done uh, it was done so smoothly and that was you know he was observing the op the object the problem or what we were thinking was a problem but he could observe it and just know exactly what to do to deal with it so it didn't create a problem <clears throat> it was a little experience for all of us and we could get back to the book group without the interference and the noise and the visuals. And that was such a, a beautiful example to me of being able to uh, separate. That's the object. Now, how do we respond to it? And how do we just deal with it? Or, uh, you know, that object might be a, the creation of something beautiful that uh, what we when we have an object of beauty rise in front of us, what do we want to do? Do we want to be greedy about it? <laughs> Steve says, I might have had some defiling thoughts, but they were very instantaneous. <laughs> and they were thoughts, they didn't become speech. <laughs> yeah, we're all working, right? We're all working on this. But if you see something like that, and you can move to just take care of it, uh, and if we see something beautiful arise, we can see, is there greed in our reaction? Do we want to own something? Do we want to have it? Do we want it to be ours? Uh, do we not want it to ever go away? So it's really important to know how to separate the object from, from ourselves. <laughs> Are you sure awareness is there? The meaning of awareness is not forgetting. This means not forgetting to think the right way, not forgetting to be aware, not forgetting the right object. Awareness is not forgetting. A, a remembering and reminding is awareness. Are you sure awareness is present? Recognize when awareness is present. If awareness is present, then the object is already there. You don't need to focus on the object. You just need to check if awareness is present or not, whether awareness is continuous or not. Whatever is happening in the mind and body is not your responsibility. Experience is experience. The experience is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to have the right attitude and to be aware continuously. Check again and again whether you have the right or wrong attitude. Reminding, checking, remembering, this is enough. You don't need to use too much energy to focus. 
the experience is not your responsibility. I think that's really important for us. Our responsibility is to have right attitude and to be aware continuously. So, how often does something bad happen to us and we feel guilty instead of just accepting that bad things happen to people? We may feel guilty. That was my fault. Why, you know, blame ourselves. And really, our responsibility is not that experience. That happens. Experience happens. We need to have the right attitude and to continue being aware. That's, that's deep, right? How does the mind feel when it is aware? Relaxed or not? Tense for learning. You are not looking for any object. You are checking your quality of mind, the quality of the watching mind. Do you have the right attitude or not? Is the mind relaxed or not? Check your quality of mind, the quality of awareness, how the mind is working. If the meditating mind is interested, if awareness is present, you are checking, reminding, and remembering moment to moment. If the mind is stronger and stronger, the watching mind stronger and stronger, it is doing its job. Your responsibility is only to maintain awareness, moment to moment, in a relaxed way and with interest. This he's describing meditation. Don't follow the object. We'll finish this section on don't follow the object. And then we'll sit. You need to take care of awareness, not objects. If you are aware some object is already there, you are cultivating awareness continuously. You don't do anything with the object. Stay with the awareness. It is more important that you take care of your awareness, checking and continuing like this, moment to moment. So simple. Whatever objects the mind is knowing, let it be. The mind knows some object. The mind knows this object or that object. You are waiting and watching how the mind is working. Where is the mind? The mind is knowing. So continue <clears throat> to try to be knowing continuously. Sometimes you can get stuck on one object. You can know any object and you can know anything about an object. If the mind slowly calms down and just checks, the mind can know anything. If the mind slowly calms down and just checks, the mind can know anything. How does the mind react to any experience? Is the mind aware or not? When you notice an object, how do you feel? 
what do you think? Being continuously aware is very important. If you want continuous awareness, you must see, you must know that awareness is, that awareness is present or not. If you follow the object, awareness can't be continuous. If you check that awareness is present, the object is already there. There is no need to follow the object, no need to focus on the object. It's a waste of time and energy and not necessary. If you notice your awareness is present, the object is already happening. You don't want to fixate on one object. With any object, you just want to know that nature is happening. The meditating mind is important. Knowing, being aware, the mind is working, the mind is aware, the mind is watching. You must have right attitude and right idea. Whatever is happening is experience. The meaning is not important. Just recognizing the experience is okay. You are aware of what is happening. Hearing is happening. You are not trying to think about the meaning. You are trying to be aware of the experience. Knowing you are hearing is enough. Before you are hearing, before you are listening, awareness must be ready. If awareness is continuous, awareness is always waiting and watching. Now you are hearing the sound and silence. Not only the sound, but the silence also. Object is the experience. Experience is the object. We are not following any object. We let the object come. The object is already there and the experience is always there. We are not trying to follow the object focus on the object. Why are we aware? Why are we watching? We must have the right idea, right motivation, and right knowledge. We want to understand and know the real nature of experience. We want to understand. That's why we are learning, and that's why we are watching. wonderful. I think it's really wonderful. <laughs> so it's like all the things that we do and the mental gymnastics we put ourselves through and the beating on ourselves because we think meditation is too hard or we can't do it. And, and it's so simple, right? He's just saying um, all we have to do is just be aware, just to be we, we are learning and we are watching. We let the object come. The object is already there and the experience is always there. So there's always something arising which, which can be the object. It can be in your body, 
It can be something that you're watching. It can be a thought that arises. It can be a, be a, a, a pain. It can be no pain. And we just observe it. We just observe how we react to it. Isn't it beautiful? And so simple. We make it difficult, don't we? Let's all start making it simple. So why don't we practice together and hopefully you can continue practicing or uh, pick it up later or if you're going somewhere you can uh, see, see how well you can do with that awareness and that uh, not taking responsibility for the experience. We take, we take responsibility for how we, how we become aware of it and watch it and how we can keep our minds calm and uh, be able to go, move through anything that we experience. So be aware of the body breathing and the breath can be our object as we begin. And he's teaching us that we don't hold on tightly to the object at all. So when we observe our breath, that's our object to help us begin with our practice. I think it helps us also connect with our body. And we can see from observing our breath, if we're calm, if we're anxious, if we're afraid, if we're angry, we can see that in our breath. So if we can, we can just observe the breath. And allow, allow our mind and our awareness to be, uh, to be, to, to be calm. Be aware. And we can stay with that object, but another object will rise up. Whatever arises, whatever we aren't responsible for what rises up, but we can be aware. We can see if we can have a steady mind Have that continuous awareness. Keep 
keep interested. Whatever arises can become your object. Well, let's not call it your object. <laughs> it can be an object for you to work with, even if it's just for a minute. Don't cling to the object. Just see how your mind reacts. If your mind can be aware and calm, Now, before we go, and you can stay in practice mode, um, I'd like to put a shout out for two people in my lives and things they're going through. My dear friend Angie in Florida has become a grandmother. Her daughter in England had, uh, had her baby a week earlier, so they're, you know, a week early and they're, uh, the baby's just you know, the lungs aren't quite as developed as they like them to be. And so they're all um, 
so excited and happy and just a little on the cautious side and and nervous right now wanting this wanting the baby whose name is Ronnie to do as well as possible and I know I know he will he's he was born into a really beautiful loving family and Angie's asked for healing chants and healing prayers uh, she goes and will spend get to spend a month with the baby in a few weeks so I really want to have Angie and, and all of our thoughts and the baby, Ronnie, and his mom and dad. And uh, the other is my daughter, Kate. Her cat, her, her cat, Smokey, is not doing well. And, um, you know, he's, it's, he's been battling a couple of things and, it's, and it seems to be getting the best of him. But some, some, Sometimes he's, things are fine, and other times it's, uh, it's rough. So I just want to send Metta and just put a circle of love around these wonderful people and their, their grandbabies and their, their animal babies, um, that, everything, that everything go the way they want and and that they accept things the way they are. So let me know if you have people that you want to send out some special, have a have this group of people send out special metta. You can dedicate your practice or you can send merit to anyone you know who's feeling who's feeling vulnerable or going through a difficult experience. And we can send metta, and that's so healing. It's healing for ourselves, and it helps keep us open to be available for those people. And that love, we, we, we don't know, we don't even see how powerful that love is. So. I hope all of you have a beautiful day, and I'll I'll be here Sunday. <laughs> I'll be here Sunday, <laughs> same time. So, uh, thanks for letting me share that too. So keep practicing if you have the time, and just keep remembering, we are not responsible for the objects or the the experiences that come our way, but we can watch and be patient with ourselves and uh, keep building our awareness, working with our minds. Thank you so much.